0: You're listening to episode 73 of the Amp Half Podcast. back to the Empath Podcast. I'm your host, Robin, creator of the Empaths in Business program. I don't know about you, but there are times, and especially over the last few years, where I just couldn't when it came to technology. Whether I was conscious of it, so just knowing like I can't look at my phone for one more minute or hear one more notification. Or unconscious where I was just getting really down or really anxious because I was watching too much television or on my phone too much or working too much on my computer. Over the last few years, my relationship with technology has really come into focus and I've had to learn to have an online presence while also honoring the sensitive part of me, that empath inside of me who would much prefer to be breathing fresh air outside than to to be stuck looking at a computer. At the same time, I know how valuable online can be. I've talked about this in past episodes, but technology can be such a valuable means of connection, especially when you feel like you are the odd one in your family or in your local community, or you want to do work similar to my work, online work, connecting more internationally. Online can be beautiful. It can also be so So overwhelming. So I've been thinking and reflecting on tech and my role in tech, how much I want to be encouraging other people to create online, to have online platforms, blogs, podcasts, all the things that I've been doing myself over the last few years. And I've I've been sitting with that quite deeply to ask myself, do I really believe in a world of tech? Is this really what I want to put my life behind? Like, is this what I value on such a core level? And I think that's something that so many of us do and and wonder about. As empaths, we can't do anything that we do not align with, whether we get sick because of it, because it's just not in alignment with us. We cannot pretend to go along with something or we just know so much in our heart that we can't. So we can be very deep and very reflective on how our actions are impacting the world and the world that we want to see. And that's actually one of the conversations that comes up so often in my empaths and business program is our ability and like not even our ability, it's like our inherent need to to think things through, to be really reflective and to make sure we're acting honestly and authentically to ourselves. And so it's really important to build businesses that are in deep alignment with what we what we believe in at our core. And so I've been spending a lot of time as an online business owner asking myself, what do I really believe in when it comes to tech? Do I think tech is valuable? Is it something I want to get behind? And I've been doing that a lot through my Saturn return. I had a Saturn return in Aquarius, in the fifth house, Aquarius. So a lot to do with my creativity, my expression and technology. Through my Saturn return, I met my partner, and my partner is heavily involved in the tech world. I won't say what his job is, that's his life, and he's not the one with the podcast, but he's shared a little bit, I think, in some past episodes. But basically, he spends a lot of time doing things, I guess the easiest way to explain it would be like animations that you might see on different movies. He's part of creating those visuals. And so like me, his career is very tech-centered, very different. He's not creating an online presence. He's not building an online brand. He doesn't have a podcast. He does not have social media. He doesn't have any of that, but he's still very tech-based. And so a lot of his interests are also tech-based. And so I've really noticed in my world through the last few years when everyone went online and I met my partner and he was very in the tech world, how big a focus tech became in my life and to the point where I was like I don't want anything to do with tech and you kind of go the other way you know when things get off balance you go the other way and so I started to really look for life outside of the computer and I really started to investigate like what what would life look like if I wasn't online And now that I've come out the other side of it, I kind of feel like it's the appropriate time to talk about some of the things that I've learned because I, while there's a lot I don't agree with when it comes to technology, there's a lot that I do agree with. There's a lot of great things happening because of our technological advances. Do I think some of it gets taken advantage of? Absolutely. And that's like a different conversation for a different day, but I do see value in technology. And so I'm starting to rework my relationship with technology. If I want this career, if I want to be online, I need to create a a healthier relationship. And it's something I've been in the process of, like this isn't a new awareness. And so I thought that maybe coming on here today, I could share some of the things that I've learned about myself as a sensitive person when it comes to having an online business and creating online in hopes that it will also help you if you are in a similar career path so the very first thing there's a, like a word that i've adopted as a way to honor my need for less tech in my life and that's allowing myself to be teched out and i actually got this idea from the term or the phrase called being touched out and it's like a phenomena or like a, a thing that happens to new moms especially if they're breastfeeding where because they're being touched all day by their their new little one, their, their newborn, and especially if they have more children, so they're constantly physically caring for their children. They can get to a point where they can no longer handle any more physical touch. Whether they like physically recoil from their kids if their kids go to touch them or from their partner. And if you're a mom listening to this and you've experienced this, you probably, you know, you know way more about this than I do. But I heard that concept and I was thinking about it from the way that I started to feel towards tech. The way that I would just have to like shut down my computer or like could not open my computer for the life of me. Even something as simple as like moving photos from my memory card to my hard drive. It's like a simple process. You can do it while you watch a show or while you cook dinner. I just couldn't. Like The thought of it was just overwhelming. And so when I learned about this concept of being touched out, I started to think about being teched out and just giving myself that language, that word, that, that phrase helped me so much because it's like, no, there is a limit in how much you can handle. Like Your partner may be able to work all day on his computer and do all of his calls on Zoom, then be able to FaceTime his friends or his family members and maybe he's always able to like have his phone on him and have the notifications going off. But you can't because you get teched out and your limit is is different than his. And just knowing that about myself gave me a lot of, of freedom in a way. Freedom to respect my own boundaries. But with that said, having that awareness, so knowing I'm teched out and I have a limit and I will become teched out is really only the first step. After that, I need to know how to to deal with this, like how to create a better relationship with technology so that I can show up for my work, so I can be online while also looking after myself, in particular looking after my nervous system because it even got to a point where I would need to put my phone on airplane because I just couldn't handle the thought of a phone call coming in or another alert popping up on my phone because it was very, very overstimulating. And so I have three things that I want to talk about that could help you. The first, it seems so simple, but to simplify. So I really had to challenge the ideas of what it meant to have an online presence and really fight the norm or the idea that we are always meant to be connected. We've created a world where it is so easy to just fire off an email, where it is so easy to just pick up your phone and, you know, see the geographical location of someone or whether they completed their workout for the day. I don't know if you guys have like the Apple Watch, but like getting the notifications, so-and-so completed their workout today. We're just so connected and it's so normal. And I noticed how normal it was when I would go, quote unquote, off grid, when I would shut down or go in airplane mode, hide my phone, and then people in my world would get concerned. Where were you? I couldn't reach you. And so there is such a norm of being connected. There's also a norm in a professional setting, so having an online business, that you will get back to people as soon as possible. We've created a world of convenience, in a lot of ways, a world of entitlement, the the quick bots or the chat bots to ask a question whether it's like a clothing company ordered from or whatever it might be like we just have all these we can't wait like we've become very impatient and so i had to ask myself like how much do I want to participate in that world how much am I willing to bring that world into my world and I had to to scale myself back I had to look at what I'm building online and I had to look at what is expected of someone online and I had to ask myself if that aligns with me for me like TikTok was a no You know, I heard for so long. You know, if you want reach, if you want viral reach, get on TikTok. And I've seen people's results. I've seen students have incredible results on TikTok. But for me personally, adding another form of social media that wasn't in alignment. I didn't want to be in more places and so I had to fine-tune. I had to fine-tune my sales funnel. This is another thing we talk a lot about in Empaths and Business, but I had to really ask myself how much online presence is needed for my business, for my actual sales process and how much of an online presence is me doing what I think I should do because it's normal and everyone does it. So getting clear on that and what that means to me now, not what that meant to me three years ago when things worked a certain way or five years ago or six years ago, what does my business need from me now? And in a lot of ways, like what's the minimal amount my business needs from me as it relates to being online, as it relates to tech. The other thing with this is like fighting that feeling that we're supposed to be connected as a business, you want your customers to be so satisfied. So I had to do a lot of reflecting on that. As a very small team, it's just me and my VA. I do hire out tasks here or there, but it's a two-people team. How do I ensure we are being there for our customers, for students who take my workshops, students who are in my, my main program? How do I ensure That I am showing up for them and serving them while also serving myself and allowing myself to have time away from tech so that I can live a more full life, that I can be mentally well, that my nervous system can be calm. And one of the ways was was hiring my VA to watch things for me like email. But the other thing was doing things like implementing buffers. I will put below this episode a list of buffers you can apply to your business, online business and you're finding it really overwhelming, like all the points of contact and needing to always be present. Definitely check that out. But one that I found so helpful was putting autoresponders on. To let people know like, hey, we got your email, but because it's a weekend, we're away from our screens. And it felt so powerful to just put in words like we're away from our screens enjoying our weekend because I felt like I was living my values. My values are to enjoy the weekend. They are to enjoy life outside of the screen. And so I felt just really, really powerful, empowered and in alignment by putting that up. Letting people know like, hey, we will absolutely get back to you. But also, hey, there's boundaries here. Along this line too is knowing that I'm still valuable, even if I'm not easily accessible, which is a big theme for people who struggle with things like codependency. Codependency is the belief that you are what you can do for others it's like if you identify with being such a kind person you're probably going to let people overrun your boundaries so you're probably not going to have have boundaries and that shows up a lot a lot with empaths especially around pricing like oh, i'll do that for a discount you know i'm just a good person i just want to help i'm here to be of service but knowing that you have value outside of of what you can do for others to start to break that pattern of relating where I only saw my value through being there for others, listening to others, being easily accessible by others, both online like in terms of my work but also with friends and like always being there on the phone. The second thing that's really helped me is to constantly truly check in with my core needs. And when I find my imbalance happening in terms of tech, when I'm getting so teched out, recoiling from technology, or I'm just getting to a bad mental space, I'll be more of like the unconscious unaware that tech is having this influence on me. But what I will do is I'll check in with my core needs. I did an episode in the past and I, I talked about core needs. It was episode 62 and you if you are struggling with tech, you might actually want to go listen to that episode too. Basically, we all have a set of core needs. Those core needs, they do change over time. We also have secondary needs that are more changing, but our core needs are the things that we need to feel satisfied, to feel fulfilled. So for example, one of my core needs is certainty slash order. And what falls under certainty and order is the need for things to make sense, which can also manifest as like a need to know. So I will do a lot of researching. On my phone. I really like to gather information. It's something that makes me better understand and make sense of the world. And because that's a core need, if I'm not conscious about my research, I can find myself down Reddit threads or watching YouTube videos or, you know, Googling to find answers to things to the point where I just will Google and Google and Google until I have all the information to make it make sense. And you can see how that can be pretty destructive. You know, if it's like 2 a.m. and I'm researching a topic that I really want to make sense of, that can be incredibly destructive to so many things, you know, to not getting a good sleep, to my eyesight, to my next day, how that's going to affect me. A more constructive way to approach this is knowing I have a need for order, for certainty, and knowing that part of that need is for things to make sense. So it could look like, okay, a treat at the end of the day is to spend half hour finding out everything I can on this topic, just a half hour on my phone, putting that boundary in so that I can be more knowledgeable, so I can get that need met but I'm doing it from a smart place, a place that is more constructive on my life to use it as like a carrot to do other tasks so if you know your core needs i will also put a list of core needs in the show notes So you can grab that too but knowing your core needs and knowing how you are unconsciously and more destructively meeting those core needs through technology so powerful only you know what's constructive to your life because only you know the life that you want to build if you're unsure if you feel very unfocused I have a goal-setting workshop that is not your traditional workshop. It helps you connect with your unconscious to know what you really want, like truly what's going to make you feel fulfilled. And I'll put the link to that one below. Because without focus, like without knowing what we actually want to be building and creating, it's really hard to implement changes to make our lives better. And that that also goes with tech. If we're unfocused, we can spend a lot of time scrolling, texting friends being on Facebook, like all of the things. Like if we're unfocused on what we truly want at our core. A final thing that's really helped me to not get teched out or to just balance and, you know, have this better relationship with technology is to build up a life offline. So hobbies, having offline hobbies. One of my hobbies is photography. In a lot of ways that is tech-based, but there is the element of like going out into the world and taking photos. Some hobbies that I have implemented that are tech-free are cooking, finding recipes, making meal plans. Sometimes as far as like writing the recipes down in a notebook rather than having them on your phone. The other thing is interiors, like design and decor. Other things is like thrift shopping. I I love to just see what's in thrift shops and that is an off-screen hobby so i can spend a whole saturday going on a thrift adventure stopping getting coffees and in a cafe and never having to touch online just becoming really conscious of what do i enjoy that has nothing to do with a phone or a computer or tablet an ipad a camera what are those things for you do you love to read if everyone's switching to a kindle Maybe that's not the way you want to go. Maybe you want the physical book in your hand because that's you having time off screen. So building out those hobbies, making time for those hobbies. And a large part of that is like squishing hobbies, like watching television, Netflix that aren't productive. I've, I've talked about that. My addiction to the television has escapism over the last few years. So asking myself, like, do I really need to have a show on in the background while I'm cooking? Or can I shut that show off so I can just cook? Do I need to take my phone on a walk? Do I have to have my phone with me at all times? I know there's a, a new fear we've developed of being afraid when we don't have our phones. It's, it's so wild that like we're that dependent on on tech. We can't even go for a walk without needing to have our phone with us to the point that we've created a phobia. And just to close out this episode, a couple more things just to have in mind in case they they help you. But a big one for me is is not feeling guilty that my tech needs are different. As an online business owner or someone with an online presence, I spend a lot of time online through my career. If I can't get back to people's texts right away, if a friend texts me and I can't get back to them, I don't hold guilt over that. I did for a long time. But my career is very different than theirs. Like if they're teaching in a school and they're teaching with with children, they're probably not gonna want to then go spend their time like volunteering to babysit you know, for someone. And it's kind of the same thing with me. I spend so much time online that when I'm not working, I don't want to be online. I don't want to be connecting over technology. I don't want to FaceTime. And the more I got confident in myself on that, the more I was able to tell people that like, Hey, just so you know, I I don't get back to texts very quickly. And that's just how it is. I recently started volunteering at a local place and I had to make it just so clear, like feel free to email me anytime, but I'm not gonna get back to those emails. It could be a week, two weeks before I get back to those emails because I'm on email for my my job, for my for my work. So, so respecting that and not trying to keep up with what other people can do and knowing what I can and cannot do. And then a final one is, this is actually like a, a very applicable in your day-to-day But something I adopted is when my phone dies or my computer dies, I won't sit working with it plugged in. I will go and I will plug it in and then when it's fully charged, I will pick it back up again and I will work. It's like if my computer is dead and it needs to be recharged, I also need to be recharged So instead of just sitting down with it plugged in the wall and continuing to work, I'm going to use this time that it's recharging to go make lunch, to go for that walk, to just go play with my bunny, build some tunnels or, you know, just play. And then when things are recharged again, well, I can disconnect them from the wall and I can go back to work. Because if not, we, we can feel like we don't need that downtime. We don't need to rest. Especially in our world where it's just like so conditioned that we, we're supposed to be on our laptops for like eight hours if it's a work day and that's just like not how i function that doesn't work for me i hope that this helped you if it did i put out new episodes every thursday night so make sure you are subscribed to the podcast wherever you're listening whether that's over on apple Podcasts, whether that's on spotify and also if you have a minute and you are on apple podcast you can leave a review and let me know how you're enjoying the podcast that would mean so much to me i love to see those reviews not just love to see them like they they really help me to continue to show up in this way and share and be here. And it also tells the platforms that you enjoy the podcast, and it puts it out into the lives of more people. You can also share this episode with a friend, maybe with your community. If you know you have people in your community who may be struggling with technology, with feeling teched out, so feel free to share it far and wide. And let's dismantle these beliefs that we are meant to be invincible to technology and. This is a normal way to live because it it certainly isn't. We have needs outside of the screen. Other than that, I did mention the goal setting workshop. You can find that below this episode as well. I think I mentioned buffers you can apply to your work, to your business. So you can find that below in the show notes too. I hope you have the most beautiful day and I will see you back here this time next week. Thank you